Hello, and welcome to Cheat Codes, a podcast powered by Wiggy, where we bring mentorship to you. Women in Games International is a nonprofit organization focused on helping you not just get into the gaming industry, but thrive there. Every Cheat Codes episode is live streamed every third Wednesday of every month on our Twitch channel so you can interact in real time with our mentors. Issues, right? It would just it's be true. Is that better? Yeah. Right. I was in a, uh, I'm in a D&D stream and that's all we were having. It's just like sound issue after sound issue after sound issue after sound issue. So fun. I love it's it. great. Okay, let's start over. Let's backtrack. Let's start over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pretend like I never even saw you. Nope. Nope. We're not even here. Okay. Um, today we're talking about boundaries because women have a lot of issues with boundaries, myself included. This is a topic that I definitely need to have in my, um, repertoire on this podcast because when it comes to being a woman in an industry predominantly men um boundaries are really 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 hard to set for ourselves also to I think just in working in general right like we have a hard time balancing work and everything else in our life Mm -hmm. um so Mm -hmm. why don't you reintroduce ourselves now that we actually have sound that people could hear us yay (laughs) yay sound hello Oh, so, okay, so <laughs> I'm Christina Wolfgram. I call myself a sit-down comedian because I don't like to stand up. And in the last few years, mental health has just become what I want to talk about because other people talking about depression on the internet helped me. And I just want to pay it forward, honestly. Um, so I have a podcast where I talk about mental health every week called Subcast the podcast i also have um (laughs) i have a store that's been like my little baby and it's called crying is cool and i'm wearing one of the shorts and it's so cool thank you so much i have to remind myself that a lot so um yeah Yeah, I don't know. I'm so glad we were talking about boundaries because even the word makes me anxious. (laughs) So obviously it's something that I that we all need to talk about and be able to be like, if we can talk about it, then we will probably find better answers, I guess. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm just doing a we're live on Twitter thing just so um so tell me a little bit about this crying is cool because that is really important I think we all need that when I need to cry yeah if it's not gonna happen spontaneously but you know you have that built up shit that you're like oh my god I just need to cry I usually put on like a really sad like k-drama or I'll throw on the notebook or I'll do some really (laughs) cliche thing like that where I'm like this is so sad and now it's out of my system and then and then I move on with life which isn't necessarily healthy because I don't address anything I'm just like and I cried and we're good but well talk about that a little bit. I will fight you on that oh okay fight me we're fighting um (laughs) because in my research that I've been doing, I've, I've found that 
when we hold in emotions, they literally become lodged in our body. And um, I personally get really bad migraines and I have realized they're so directly connected with anxiety and depression because I'm holding in all of these feelings. I'm not talking about it. And it, I think it literally tenses me up so much that it hurts me. And so I think it's really great that you're letting out like the physical thing because you don't have to like know why you're crying. You don't have to have a reason. And my my movie is the Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Like, oh my gosh, immediate, so good. She is like Clementine is like. Ugh. I think I get really Incredible. upset when people are like she's a manic pixie dream girl. I'm like she's so not. She's no, like, not at all. Like yeah, mm. that's rude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but crying is cool. Um, came to me actually because I was at work and I really needed to cry. It was like one of those days where just like I woke up knowing. It was going to happen. It was just a matter of like what was going to set off the waterworks. And I went into the bathroom to cry and I ran into one of my coworkers crying. <laughs> and it just was like, why are we in the bathroom like hiding? Like, why can't we just all talk about this or like just have like a little cry out in the open? And, and it's because crying kind of freaks people out, I think. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think other emotions are allowed to be shown. So I mean, I, and it's not even just sadness. Like I cry when I'm really happy. Like sometimes I cry when I'm hungry. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. It's yeah. Like, I don't want to have to be embarrassed about it because it's a natural thing. So, um, I made my very first crying is cool shirt, uh, with puffy paint in my basement, like seven years ago. And over time it's turned into a whole clothing collection and I launched my very own store in my very own corner of the internet um I think it's been almost a year and that is unreal and I've learned so much and it's just been like something I've been really proud of myself doing you should be proud now I want to touch on that too because you said that like we don't cry in public because it's uncomfortable right a lot of people are Mm. like oh it's not it's like this weird thing but I feel like that ties in a little bit to like needing to fix other people's emotions too and I think we because we internalize so much that like we have I at least for me I have this feeling that like oh if I start crying in public people are going to start wanting to like help me and I don't want them to feel that way right a hundred percent yes definitely like I'm I'm not crying to get a reaction out of people I'm crying because I literally just like have to physically let something go absolutely yeah right but it's hard okay so Crying is good. Let's talk about the podcast a little bit. Slobcast podcast. Yeah, sure. What's that? Um, What'd you start that as? Same kind of idea, I'm assuming a little bit. Yeah, same idea. It's honestly just become like my little journal, <laughs> which is fun. And really, it's been interesting because um, I've worked in the internet for like forever, basically. I feel like mm. I've always worked in the internet, mm-hmm. even before that, you know, in like uh, you could do like angelfire.com. Like I had like my little crappy pixelated website, you know, like I always was online and, um, I don't know. I always made these like kind of little slivers of things and Sobcast each episode has been longer form, which has been great because I can kind of delve into things a little bit more and, Really, the goal is to feel like you're just 
in the car with your friend and I'm just like complaining to you about my mental health. <laughs> I love that though. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm also really proud of that too. Yeah. Um, but that kind of actually brings up my first boundary that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, Is that sure. okay? Yeah. <laughs> Is that okay? Can I talk about my <laughs> Can I talk about my thing now? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I just want to do the assignment. <laughs> Can I be the... Were you a gifted child growing up? Tell me you were an overachiever without telling me that you were the overachiever. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> oh, man. That's a whole other episode. Honestly. I know. Yeah, I absolutely. could talk about that for hours. Um, but uh, I want to talk about boundaries with content. Okay, yeah. Uh, because when I started the podcast... I had a very long talk with myself. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, I had my notebook out and I was coming up with ideas for episodes. And then I was like, I need to make a boundary of how far I go in terms of sharing my personal life. So I tried to come up with a list of things that I never would share. And I don't think the list it's really mostly about other people honestly like I would never want to tell someone else's story like I instead I would rather have them tell it um but that boundary has actually been kind of delightful because in a way it's actually guided the episodes that I want to do and opened up that side of it and um I don't know I was I also think about like (laughs) Do you remember a live journal? Yeah. <laughs> just just I, a lot. <laughs> just a <laughs> Live journal is like one of those things where they're like, oh, if you want to put it on the internet, it's always on the internet. It's like, really? Where's my live journal then? Like, where is no, it? Because I want it. Right? <laughs> I want my live journal. But I can't I find it. <laughs> I also wish, like, we had that conversation, and I feel like it was mostly coming from adults, so I was like, eh, it. where, you know, it was like, once you put something online, you can't take it back. Like, it could affect the jobs you get, blah, blah, blah. Um, But in my humble opinion, the only boundaries with content you need to worry about are the ones between you and yourself, because you can never predict, ever, why someone's going to hire you or not hire you or anything like that. And you don't know where it's going to take you. So like being true to yourself is the most uh, straightforward way of getting jobs that you want. I feel like this is something I I'm so hypocritical because <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't use that on my own advice. That's good. I, that's a good reminder. <laughs> Sometimes the universe has us tell other people the things we need to hear the most, right? Kind of thing. but like on live journal I would share you know like if I had a crush on a boy or like I would share like actual conversations that I had with people kind of without asking like I just expected like everyone wants their stuff to be written about like that that's what live journal is (laughs) (laughs) and um I actually like made some jokes that I didn't even know what I was saying. Like I, I didn't realize it would be hurtful at all. Mm. And then I had a friend approach me at school and say like, Hey, I know you didn't mean it, but this joke you made is really hurtful. And here's why. And 
I look back on her like I just send her love all the time I don't talk to her anymore and that what a gift to gently explain that I had kind of crossed a line and so there's also a boundary of like okay like you're never going to be liked by everyone but you definitely don't want to hurt people's feelings there's no reason there's no reason to do that so make boundaries about what you're going to talk about so also you don't just like fall into something you know Mm. yeah Mm. I feel like that must happen a lot on live streaming what do you think like when people are just uh I think that I've definitely seen a lot of streamers like they're just on they're kind of talking or they're in like desperate situations which you know I totally understand but then it becomes like oh here's the worst parts of what's happening in my life right now here are the things that are going on with like so and so or my friend or whatever and I feel like there's um because of social media, because of the internet, because of content, and so many of us at this stage in our lives are so used to being on it that there is a lot of that, like, oh, I need to make as much content as possible and give out as much drama as possible. So, like, you mentioned writing things down, like writing your boundaries down. So what are Mm -hmm. some other tactics? Like, if you find yourself falling into that kind of, like, verbal diarrhea kind of space, like, what are some things that you do to that to like remind yourself like, oh, these are my boundaries that I should not be crossing. Wow, that's a really good question. I feel like I've been very lucky because writing things down does have a very direct connection to my brain and that helps a lot. Mm. So I would recommend that if writing doesn't necessarily work for for our listeners, like find what works for you. Like mm. it's okay to take your time to find what works for you that sticks. Um, But if you are talking and suddenly it's like, oh my gosh, I am crossing my boundary. I might be crossing someone else's. Like, I think it's, we shouldn't normalize just shutting up. (laughs) I agree. I agree. (laughs) Like the best thing, I think um, Socrates, she's Louise, Socrates once said, a wise man knows he knows nothing. Mm Mm-hmm. And so when you're going into territory that you don't know what you're talking about, it's okay to stop and be like, you know what? I'm not the right person to talk about this. Right. Or if you're talking about your own shit and you're putting it out and all of a sudden you're kind of like, oh my gosh, this could actually hurt someone else. I mean, you can always like turn your computer off. Mm. You can literally stop talking. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Does that feel like a real option? I mean, I feel like a lot of people are afraid to kind of do the option. I I talk about it all the time. Like, if you're a streamer especially and you're finding yourself in a place of not the best mental health, like you're just – you're not up at your, like, highest level or whatever you want to call it, um, yeah. you end up talking about things that are going to cross either your or someone else's boundary, you know? Like, it just becomes, like, a natural – Mm-hmm. I think feeling that you're in and it's mm-hmm. I feel like so many people are um so desperate not desperate like as in like oh my gosh I need this but like so desperate to be like okay my viewers need me there because that's my schedule and that's what I need to do that yeah. we forget that our mental health is actually the most important when it comes to our content yeah so definitely I think that's so true so turning it, it'll- off or or just Oh, my power went out. I don't know. 
<laughs> no one will know. It's fine. Oh, sorry about that glitch. I'm back now. <laughs> talking OBS about crash. absolutely not what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, but also too, to your point, I think that a lot of us need to understand and realize that like we're not, we don't have to be experts. We don't have to be, um, mm. We don't have to talk about everything. Like if I, you know, I don't need to be like talking about games or content or, or things that I don't have experience in or I don't, or experiences I don't have experience in. Like I definitely think that that's a that's a real, um, that's good. I think I don't think that people are literally think to be like, oh, I'm just gonna stop talking because like that's not. <laughs> well, it's probably not really in our nature, honestly. Because I mean. I think the way our brains work is like when we're saying something, it's like, huh, I'm saying that thing, whatever. But it's like immediately after where you're like, <laughs> what have I done? You know, it might not hit till later. And I'll try to create my own boundary. I don't really know the best ways to deal with that. Like I, I think being kind is number one. And I actually, when I'm thinking of, content that I want to actually make and like um the things I want to talk about sometimes it helps me to just think of one person and I usually think of um my best friend from high school she's still like the only person that like if I make her laugh then I'm like I'm doing my job and so if if you're creating for that one specific person and you think they would be like don't talk about that You know, maybe that's your little like Jiminy Cricket on your shoulder that you need. Just imagine that person. And would they be proud of you if you were saying that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's actually really good because I feel like oftentimes when we're making content or or kind of getting into that space, we're always like talking to the masses and like we forget Mm -hmm. one of the things that someone told me that was like so profound in my social media, like marketing stuff was like, nobody is scrolling Instagram with like a group of people yeah. right so when you're like posting oh like we're so caught up on like I need to speak to everyone that yeah. we forget that like 90% of us at least most of us anyway are by ourselves when we're scrolling through Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or whatever it is so like if you're getting that individualized it's okay because that only one person is watching that thing at a time by themselves there's no need to like address the masses every time you create something you know wow I love that because I think that will also take a bunch of pressure off your brain if you're not you know imagining it as you're like on a microphone in front of a huge crowd but rather that you're like at the kitchen table with your friend like that's so much easier oh wow oh I love that I'm gonna remember that I can't. I wish I remembered who said that to me because, like, I want to give them credit, but I can't remember who said it to me. But I was just like, oh. I think it was like about emails too. Like when we do emails and stuff, like when you create sales yes. funnels, it's like, right? Nobody's reading their emails in front of a group of people. Usually, it's right. like you and yourself and your. So yeah, that really helped me a lot too. So content creation boundaries. Yes. Often yeah. leads to, and I know this is on your little list you were telling me about earlier, but often leads to creating boundaries around your time because yeah. one of the biggest problems when we're remote workers, when we're working from home, when we're content creators, is we end up getting sucked into that like 
that tornado of just constantly creating things and constantly putting ourselves out there. And we are really shitty at time boundaries. I feel like all of us. (laughs) It's that is, yeah, that's so, so, so true. And it's really interesting because I think some people, and it's not, I don't think it's anything anyone can help. I think it is something you have to figure out about yourself. Like, um, for instance, uh, like I might be able to go and stream for eight hours and I feel really energized by that because I feel like I'm interacting with people. Whereas someone else who streams for eight hours, like that might be way too long. It might have to do with something. Are they introverted or extroverted? Exactly. So in that, in that case, it's like weird, but you might have to just make it an hour. and be like that's enough because that's what I'm doing that's really I know that's really difficult it's like it's like writing in the sand at the beach and the ocean is just constantly washing away what you're making it's it's forever Mm. but the ocean's gonna keep going whether or not you write anything so yeah (laughs) which is both wonderful and horrible oh my gosh right right yeah. Well, we look at, so especially when it comes to content creation, there was a big buzz a couple months ago, and I see a lot of streamers do this, where they're doing, like, mm-hmm. you know, subathons for 24 hours, a whole weekend. There was, like, Ludwig and Ninja were having this thing where they were, like, a month straight, right? And all these people were coming out, and they were, and nothing against those creators, but all these people yeah. were coming out praising them for, like, oh, you know, he finally outsurpassed Ninja by doing a month-long stream, and my brain is sitting there going... That is the most unsustainable business tactic you could ever, ever. And to praise something like that, like, great. I think it's great that he reached a goal and, 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 you know, did that. Like, good for him. But when you have other creators looking up to you and, like, trying to emulate what you're doing, like, how Mm -hmm. does that affect that idea of time boundaries, especially when you're in that space? Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I find that even sometimes when I watch people vlogging, because I'm like, oh, wow, like, we both went out to dinner tonight, but you filmed it and have a 20 minute video, and I didn't film it. And I weirdly feel left out. (laughs) (laughs) But you have to think about like, would I have enjoyed my dinner in the same way? Probably not. I would have been on. Um, And like, so if you are somebody who looks at someone streaming for a whole month and, and feel any kind of, uh, like negative reaction in your body, that is like, you got to trust that gut instinct. Like, don't, you don't have to push yourself. Uh, and maybe it's more like the quality is better than the quantity sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, make a really like make a stream that you're proud of that might be not 24 hours, but you know, but is exactly what you want. Yeah. That's. Ooh. Yeah. It's hard. It's really hard. And I'm sure in the streaming world, it's it. I like, you can really hurt yourself, I think. And it might not even come to fruition for years, but you need sleep. There's so much study that says if you don't sleep, you literally will start hallucinating. Like Mm. your brain needs it. So. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because 
I see so many creators do the 24 hour something or 24 hour stream thing mm-hmm. simply because it worked for so and so or they saw such and such do it and this was yeah. you know um and so let's talk a little bit about those boundaries because I think that that's yeah. a big boundary that um a lot of people fall don't have is that understanding that like you're your own person and your content oh, yeah. is your individual content and mm-hmm. copying what other creators do right. past a certain point Right. So like, how do you deal with those feelings of like, oh, my gosh, that person's doing this. I need to do that because they are successful and that's what I need to do to be successful. Oh, yeah. Um, It all comes down to your intention. I've been trying to find an even better word for that, but I think that explains it. Um, Why are you doing this? So if you see someone doing a 24 hour stream and you see wow, they gain like a hundred subs, like in that 24 hours, um, then that might not be the best intention for doing a 24 hour stream because you could actually just maybe try making a goal of a hundred subs, but do it over a week, do it Mm. a little bit at a time. Like, uh, it's, It's hard to because um, the line of like inspiration versus um, I don't even know what the right word is. There are so many trends online and it's one thing to see someone do it and be like, I have an idea of how to do that my own way. And and that's why I should do it, because I have my own spin on it. And then it's totally different to do it just because they did it. And you know what? Doing it just because they did it, I think people find really quickly that it feels so empty, which really can mess with your mental health because you will feel like you don't have a purpose and then that will show through your content and then people will not be interested in watching your content and then it'll just lead to this horrible snowball effect of you wanting these things but literally giving off like the energy that people aren't going to want to be around Mm, yeah no it's definitely true because i think your intention you you speak about intention a lot and i think that's so true like there's people who start streaming and who start content creating to create content oh that's (laughs) a good question vicky we'll get to that um and then there are people who start streaming and content creating because they feel it is an easy way to make money which we all know <laughs> is, is oh, not, God, is not the same. <laughs> yeah it's so easy that's why everyone's doing it it's so easy <laughs> so simple but mm. so how like Mm, I just want to, okay, so hold that, put a pin in that one for a second because okay. Vicky's um, fangirl's asking a really good question. How do you Great. deal with a repeat boundary invader? So if you've set a boundary yes. for yourself or someone yeah. else uh, with you, how do you mm-hmm. deal with some of this constantly? Yes. Mm. And I, I'm so glad you brought that up because the last one that I wanted to talk about was boundaries with interactions. Ooh, good. So um, if someone keeps crossing a boundary knowingly I think it's good to have like a strike system and communicate that to them and it's really weird because when I've done it I almost feel like I'm like a mom and I'm like all right strike one you're not gonna have dessert like I don't know but like um 
you have to assume that people can't read your mind, which is always hard. So if someone crosses a boundary and you haven't expressed that boundary, then I think uh, taking them aside and being like, hey, so you did this. And I know you. it's exactly what that lovely person in high school did for me. Like, hey, I know your intention was not to be hurtful, but you really crossed this line. And in the future, please respect my boundary. I mean, that that language can feel so robotic, but sometimes mm. you have to be super to the point with what you need. And boundaries is a good time to to practice that. So if that person keeps repeating it, you know, hey, I noticed that you did this again. I honestly, it's hurting my mental health and I have to take care of myself. I need some time that we don't speak to each other or maybe even it's something like, um, I need to like mute you on Instagram for a while, you know, Mm -hmm. or, um, I'll text you when I'm ready to talk again. Um, the internet is so interesting as you know, that's a very broad word, but, um, personally I get a lot of people who, and it is a, it is a gift, um, who feel like they know me because of all the personal things that I share. And um, most people are just like, cool, I feel like I know her and uh, I want to see what she does next. Um, But then other people uh, start thinking it's like a real friendship between the two of us. And that might start as... um, questioning why I didn't get back to their DM quick enough or over messaging just constant or um, sharing stories that are honestly inappropriate because I'm not a doctor. (laughs) Um, And that's, that's really tough. I think that goes back to what you were saying, how like sometimes we feel like, especially in streaming, like you need to be there for people all the time. So like it's weird because I almost feel more uncomfortable telling a stranger, Hey, you cross this boundary. I don't know how to tell you this, but we're not real friends <laughs> versus like telling a, maybe someone who is in my life, like a friend or even like a loved one saying like, Hey, you cross this boundary. And like, that really sucks for some reason that feels so much easier to me. Um, yeah, what do you think? Um, I think you're absolutely on point. I think that that is a good thing to do when you have like toxic family too in your space Oof. that are. Cons- yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. go there. I'm gonna go there because <laughs> <laughs> so many people, like I know so many people that are like, oh, they're your family, they're your cousin, they're your parent, they're your person, you know, whatever person yeah. this person is in your life, and so therefore, like they, and it sounds weird to say it because basically what you're saying is they've earned the right to step over your boundaries because of this position that they happen to be in in your life, right? And and so that's a really hard one because then not only are you setting that boundary with that person, but you're kind of setting that boundary with the other people that might feel a way about that boundary too. Oh, man. It is soul-crushing when you tell someone about a boundary and then they say like, well, that doesn't matter. Like that shouldn't bother you unfortunately that is just like blatant disrespect and I I think 
that's when you need to talk to like a therapist or or maybe another family member who can help you or um, even an outside person who can almost be like a moderator which freaking sucks um but don't ever let anyone say that your boundary doesn't matter like it can be like one of the boundaries um that's helped me a lot is uh if I tell someone an idea like let's say I'm like oh my gosh so next week I want to film a video about cheeseburgers and if you're like well hmm cheeseburgers really like it's more trendy to do hamburgers like we're not into cheese right now oh wait but did you see like BuzzFeed did this video already on cheeseburgers I was like how are you gonna do that like I've, I've had to ask like please like this is actually a creative boundary because if you like smush my idea when it's like a little caterpillar before like it even gets a chance to go into this little chrysalis like it'll never be a butterfly and um some people have been so awesome about understanding that and some people have almost been um upset by it because in a way I think what they hear is I don't want your input <laughs> which maybe right. is true but um I'm trying to say it in a nice way <laughs> Right. And, and, and the thing is, too, is oftentimes when we were coming up with these ideas and we're like, oh, I'm going to do a content thing about this or I'm going to I'm going to talk about this. We're such in a preliminary state of like fleshing out what that means that half the time it doesn't even look like the same thing when it comes out on the other side. And now you're talking about not just cheeseburgers, but like maybe you're focusing more on the cheese than anything else. Like, yeah. you know, like what happens if you make a cheeseburger with Gouda? What happens if you make a cheeseburger? And it's not even about the cheeseburger anymore. But when people squash that, it doesn't even give, like, you almost don't get the chance to, to play with that idea and to, like, kind of, yeah. Yeah, I like that butterfly analogy, too. Like, that's a really good way to explain it to people, I think. It weirdly works for almost anything. Oh, like, yeah. I'm hungry and it's a caterpillar and it's gonna, no, I, maybe I'm just hungry. <laughs> No, it's the food picture. It's, I'm sorry. It's the food it picture. It, it must um, be. I'm in a trance. <laughs> So we talked about when boundaries and interactions too, I think I feel like kind of goes along with that, that content creation and copying what other people are doing or seeing what other people Mm -hmm. are doing and, you know, setting that boundary for yourself. So we talked about Mm -hmm. content creation. We talked about time. We talked Mm -hmm. about interactions. Was there anything Mm -hmm. else on your, wasn't there another one? No, that was my list. That was my incredibly detailed list. Those three. But if there are any other ones you want to talk about, I'm so happy to get into it. I actually, as you were saying that, I remembered a, a little thing that I realized recently. Um, I've been like just spending all my life on TikTok. Uh, I don't know why it's just been so weirdly comforting. And it's been kind of freeing too, because I feel like it is shouting into a new void Yeah, where I can just make a video and like, maybe no one sees it, but I don't care. <laughs> like it's, right. just, it's just there. And also people can see it and I'm like, I guess I don't care. <laughs> well, TikTok like is such a different, like Instagram <laughs> is like, you know, the pretty pictures with the good lighting and the filters and all the, and then TikTok yeah. is like, I'm going to sit in my car and I'm going to rant about my day. Yes. Like makeup smeared down my face and it's got, yeah. that's what's going to go viral, right? Like that yes. thing, that video I made in my bathroom is going to be the thing that hits. And Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. And I was like, I want to participate a little bit. And so I kept trying to make videos that I was seeing other, like the people that I love 
kind of getting on these trends where they're lip syncing or doing the the one that's in my head recently is like where they're like hands up oh my god like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like i i love that when song. i do my makeup i just look slightly better like there's no reason that i should do a transition <laughs> like, no, i don't have anything to add to that like i'm not and a cosplayer so, it's just not gonna no i don't have i love watching it but and then like from the other angle of like coming at it from like a comedian like i want to do something that's actually funny and I just when I can't think of an idea, there's a boundary that I've been creating with myself that's like, then don't do it. <laughs> you don't have to do the trend. Like just enjoy the trend. Like just one more berries and cream video. <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to contribute. You're contributing by supporting the people that you're watching. That is a way to be a part of it. So that's been interesting and new and really fulfilling for me. Yeah, because we, especially, like, we we feel like we have to jump on the new thing. We have to feel like we have to be in the new space. We have to get on the new trend. We have to do all this stuff, you know? We have to be, yeah. it reminds me of, like, how when TikTok came out, and not t- came out, came out forever ago, but when it started being really mainstream, like, especially over the, the panorama and everything was, like, very, like, you know, like, now mm-hmm. everyone's on TikTok and that whole session of, like, all the old people are on TikTok, which is us. Yes. We were old. We were on TikTok. I'm like, I'm like, oh, look at the little youngsters doing their dances. And then you see Instagram come out with Instagram reels. You see YouTube come out with YouTube shorts. You see uh, Twitter try the, the, what were they calling them? Fleets? The fleets? And, and it's kind of like that same kind of thing where you like a content creator does something and then everybody else flocks to do that thing. But they're oh, a social media organization. I know. It's it. Yeah, we should like look to them as an example. Like, look how dumb YouTube looks doing that. No offense, YouTube. I love you. But, yeah, you're great. We think you're amazing. But for normal long YouTube videos, like, <laughs> please, please, no more. Short. You could just make a 30 second YouTube video if you wanted to. It doesn't have. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. You know, I don't. And I'm sure this is like really sad, but just from experience working in internet and sometimes working with corporations and stuff, like it's honestly some meeting where like somebody in a suit, unfortunately, like seriously, I've only seen them in suits. They, mm. if they don't want the stereotype, maybe like wear some jeans, right. um, is like, well, how are we going to get on this trend? Like I see TikTok. My young niece was using TikTok. Like what's our version of TikTok? And it's like, your version of TikTok is to shut up. <laughs> right. <laughs> just Let it do its do thing. Stay in your lane. Right. Yeah. You yeah. what and and that's that's kind of the key piece is like setting that excuse me, boundary with yourself. Like I even if I do a trend that you do, I'm I have to do it differently because I'm if I'm just copying, you know, it's different if you're like, oh, I really like this audio. I'm going to do like a thing on this audio because it like makes yeah. sense to me. Like when the um there is a filter that just came out for like Wajans, basically, and Wajans haven't had a real filter because like our, our stuff is slightly different. So there's this huge audio about like, oh, this filter was made for me kind of thing. And like, so all these Wajans were getting together and like doing this filter and this yeah. audio. Um, but, you know, that's a different thing than, oh, actually, that led me to a different question. Yes, Let's, please. Okay. I'll finish that thought maybe at some point. But my but this thing that just came into my brain was like knowing your content and like you said, knowing your intention 
being mm-hmm. a social media influencer is a mm-hmm. different thing than being a content creator on Twitch or a TikToker yeah. or, you know, a comedian or a yeah. Twitterverse person. So what are some tactics that you use to set, you talked about a little bit, but what are some tactics you use to set those content boundaries with yourself? Like, this is who I am, this is what I do, and I'm not gonna... Oh, I love that question because I think I'm still answering it a little bit. Mm. Um, My most popular videos, and this was like four or five years ago, like videos I got like millions of views, like dream, dream come true audiences, we're all on Facebook. <laughs> so I, in some ways, feel like I'm like um, Norma Desmond, like uh, a silent film star finding out that they're going to make movies where people talk. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I had to use a real green screen <laughs> to do my green screens. And now you can just go on TikTok and use a green screen. Right, right. Um, but I mean, on at first, uh, when, you know, I was like, OK, Facebook you know, the people aren't here anymore. It would be like, I would make a video and then I would put it on Facebook and then I'd put it on Instagram and I'd put it on Twitter and on YouTube. And I would just be like, oh, that's so weird. (laughs) Like, I feel bad for anyone who's following me on all of those platforms and is genuinely like supporting me. Like I'm not doing them a favor here. So again, I look to like kind of who I'm, talking to like finding like the one person on each platform so in general I talk to my best friend from high school um but like on Facebook it's I I'm will do more things like a personality quiz like I know like you're there to basically waste time like it's not you're not there to like (laughs) I don't know like are people there like (laughs) I I don't know. Yeah, that's that's Facebook isn't even that good of an example. Um. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just saying. Like, I just feel like a lot of content creators are leaving Facebook, except for the Facebook yeah. gaming. I think is doing, but but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think um, that is a boundary. That that's a time boundary uh, mm. that I've had to make with myself. It's like okay, to stop putting so much effort into Facebook because you're literally just pouring, I don't know, cereal into. <laughs> a black hole (laughs) yeah you're just gonna be hungry so um in terms of in terms of instagram i think the thing that i love about it are the stories actually Mm. because um the like the feed stuff is triggering to me that's i have no other way to say it like um once I figured out that like, oh, okay, my posts do way better if it's just a close-up of my face, like doing nothing, that just like, broke my little heart. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, that's not what I'm here f- That is not why some angel in the sky like put together my body like a, like a little toy that you get for Christmas and was like, go forth. Like, that is not why I was put on this earth to right. just take pictures of my face. <laughs> like it just feels like it just sucks yeah so I really like the stories and um then I think about that that content boundary of like okay how much of my life am I gonna show because I'm happy to like talk about my poop I'm happy to talk about whatever face wash I'm using but when it comes to like who I'm with and maybe like what we've been talking about 
that is like completely off limits. Right. Right. So, yeah, I know that some people have probably a really different answer to that question because they're better at planning. Maybe like, I know some people, um, are like, okay, on Instagram, I only talk about this. And on TikTok, I only talk about this and I only make yeah. this kind of video. Um, I so haven't hard. figured that out for myself. I think it's cause I'm trying so hard to just be myself all the time because I don't feel good when I'm not. Mm. Um, so, and I'm sure that is like not the best business way to do business, but it's the best way to do business for me. Otherwise I will lose it. So I'd rather, I'd rather keep it than lose it. If you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think at this point when it comes to content creation in general and you're using when you're using it as a, because every, uh, every business is in the content creation now. Like if you're not, yeah. if you don't have content creators on your team, if you're not, um, there is someone, uh, someone from shark tank that was talking i saw it i saw it on tiktok <laughs> they were talking about how like five six years ago if you had asked him what the best skill was to in order to do business he would have said like you know go to school get your degree blah 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 blah, blah. but now he's like it's social media it's being able to tell a story it's being able to tell the story of your brand it's being able to mm -hmm. use video and pictures and whatever and for those who are kind of like following the algorithm instagram is switching their algorithm to be more about videos and face pictures so yep. if yep. your content doesn't revolve around that you're going to get lost and we did a panel about this a couple last week um, about how content creators are kind of stuck on the platforms that like the TOSs and the acceptable use policies and the algorithms that the platforms dictate and so it's a lot of content creator burnout is about always trying to keep up with those trends on every single platform and trying to find ways to be seen and kind of doing all that yeah. on top of their normal content creation stuff. Oh my gosh absolutely it is soul-crushing and I mean, um, I'm definitely still in therapy for this. Like if you're getting like a hundred million views on Facebook and then suddenly no one's on Facebook, ugh, like it could, it feels like that should be like getting hit by a car. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and we've seen that, um, like, I mean, the recent stuff with OnlyFans being like, oh, oh we're, we're, we're just going to take, we're just going to do this and then the out i mean thank goodness for the outcry and then they like backpedaled yeah. a little bit but there's it's still like you're at the subject of the of the yeah. platform um so what are some mental boundaries that you set with yourself when it comes to that kind of stuff oh man well i i do want to encourage people to experiment a little bit um like for instance, like those Instagram stories, I would never have found out that I liked them so much if I hadn't been like, okay, this week I'm just going to focus on Instagram stories, but no pressure, which is very hard to like, <laughs> no pressure. To, but yeah. just no pressure. Like if you see it, then it's just automatic, right? You're just, right. Um, but again, if you feel in your body that you don't want to do something, like don't, don't do it. Don't like, if, if it's something like if, even when TikTok was like, yeah, you can make three minute videos now. That's anxiety inducing. Right? What am I going to talk about for three have minutes? A reaction like that. Yeah. Just don't do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. There's no 
reason, unless like, I think the best three minute videos I've seen are where people have a story that usually would be broken up into a bunch of videos. Right. So like that is for them. <laughs> right. For them. The, and like, thank goodness. But yeah, if you don't like, um, there was a point where I was really lost where I was like, I'm going to be a YouTuber, I think. And so I started making YouTube videos and like, I had nothing to say. Like I was doing like very meaning, like trends. I was trying to do trends. Um, you know, like I would do like a makeup tutorial and like, um, I did like a mukbang, like, yeah. like I'm eating and talking and I'm glad I experimented because, um, like go me for trying something new, but yeah. it was so empty and I definitely, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, if I had just stuck with that, maybe I would be cool. But if I had stuck with it and it had been successful, I would be miserable. Right. So thank goodness. Like, that's something that's really hard to learn is, like, if you start pushing yourself into these boxes and you get stuck in a box you don't like. Yikes. Right. I don't right. know. Ah, Ray, Thank you so much, Fangirl Review, for the raid. That's so exciting. Thanks for being here. I love being readed. Aww. It's happening. It's happening. Being That makes me need water. Uh, yes, please. Please water. Um, yeah, so we talked about time boundaries. I'm going to go through the list again because we keep yeah. adding to it. I mean, we talked about time boundaries. talked about interaction boundaries, content boundaries, socials boundaries, which are super, super important. I see. So, and... So, like, you mentioned 1 million views and how on Facebook and then it drops, right? Because the platform yeah. shifts and people change and people migrate. There are so many of us that are like, oh, my gosh, I need all the likes. Oh, my gosh, I need all the followers. Oh, my gosh, I need, you know, then it becomes a numbers game and they're not looking at the right numbers because obviously if your goal is to make money and you're just worried about the amount of likes you're getting, like, that doesn't really translate into money necessarily. So, right. Yeah. Is that still and I, a similar space or is that like a different space for you? Oh, oh man. Well, I do want to say, I imagine it's different on Twitch too, because the monetary aspect is so connected to your numbers, right? Yes. Like yes. the more viewers you have, the more money you're making. Like it's, it's very out in the open and, um, that, that scares me, honestly. Like I, when I usually make money um, working in the internet, it comes from companies that I partner with who hire me for something. And it's, I've kind of learned over the years to figure out who actually gets what I'm doing and who is just like, hello, Christina, we have found your Instagram and I'd like to give you $2. Please DM me <laughs> a for a collab. Yes. Okay, um, real quick, for if they're DMing yes. you for a collab, like, please don't do that. Please do, do not it. do that. I know it's really oh. enticing to get the 50% off the product or whatever, whatever they do, 20%. You know what I mean? It's always like the, yeah. oh, we'll give you like 20% off of you, you buy. Please don't do that because that, it's, uh, uh, real, as a partnership person, yeah. They will find a way to contact you legitimately through email or through your, you know, please don't 
DM to collab with people. <laughs> it's not get a LinkedIn. Like just just please do. Oh boy. Oh yeah. my god, my LinkedIn. I'm so bad at LinkedIn. Please. My LinkedIn is a this may be a boundary, or maybe it's just me being uncomfortable with myself, but mm. My LinkedIn um, has listed me as the president of the United States for the past like 10 years and no one cares. I love it. No one's taking it seriously. I haven't gotten an invitation to the White House. Um, sad. Makes me sad. No job prospects from that. <laughs> no, not wow. working out for you. Wow. At one point, I like tried to change my birthday to be in like 1896 or something. That's when LinkedIn was like, that's enough. <laughs> That's a boundary for LinkedIn. That a, you <laughs> I respect your boundary, LinkedIn. I will try to take this as seriously as I can. <laughs> but no, but seriously though, like, like when we t- we we spoke a little bit about like how TikTok is for this, Instagram is for this. But, like, if you are looking to connect with brands, for me personally, LinkedIn LinkedIn has been the place to be like, this is who I am and this is what <laughs> I do, and like, I've like a ridiculous amount of connections on there simply because I'm just like, hey. Hey, what's up? Huh. Let me just slide in your connections a little bit. Like, how's it going? Um, because, too, I feel like so many of us don't take ourselves seriously. That's a boundary we don't, yeah. you know, when we're creating content, when we're trying to, like, do the business, we don't, we're always like, oh, yeah, you know, that's just something I do on the side. That's totally. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. you saying this is a good, really good reminder that I need to revisit that because I've definitely been on a journey of like I am worth more than I ever would guess yeah Um, and I think that goes for so many people definitely friends where I'm like oh my god if I had a million dollars I would pay you a million dollars to like make something like you're just the best and you know they're way under pricing undervaluing themselves so yeah maybe I I'll make a, I'll quit being the president of the United States and then it'll show up being like, Christina Wolfgram got a new job. <laughs> That's not the president of the United States. Don't be those people though. I feel like the biggest part when it comes to LinkedIn, I know it's kind of like a segue, but the biggest part when it comes to LinkedIn is like, you are creating relationships on there, right? Like the, yeah. the reasons I am where I am is because I've took the time to create relationships on LinkedIn with people that have like done so much for me and I try really hard to give back to them. And yeah. I think a lot of times we fall into those, like, again, we, we set, don't set that boundary with ourselves to fall into those traps of like, congratulate this person on their new job. And like, I had people DMing me on LinkedIn when I first started out, like really taking it seriously like, last year. Mm-hmm. that would try to give me like networking tips on like yeah yeah and how to like connect with other people in the industry and they would be like oh so and so just started a new job make sure you like you know reach out to them and I'd look on their profile and it was like four months ago that they started this new job and like half the time you don't actually know if they started a new job or if it's just LinkedIn trying to be like hey oh yeah that. or even that. like that they just changed it right don't do, don't don't listen to the the or don't listen to the computer. Yeah, the emails are very a lot. I remember, I think mm. the last time I took I was like taking LinkedIn seriously. Um, like an ex boyfriend's mom started following me, and um, so you know you get that email that's like so and so. Like it starts out almost like it's an email from that person, 
Yeah. And so it seemed like his mom was messaging me or something and it sent, it was like drinking ice cold water really fast. Like I was like, oh, mm. oh my God, no. But that's just, I guess, the internet in general. <laughs> it is the internet. That's absolutely that. Um, yeah. So thank you for making, we're at the top of the hour again. We've been chatting. Wow. This has been so much fun. So much fun. I'm so glad I got to know you. This has been great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank I love you. what you all are doing. Oh my gosh, thank you. Yeah, um, it's so important. So where can we find you if we want to connect with you? We want to support your content. We want to be, um, you know, kind of all up in your space and pretend to be friends <laughs> with you in our little minds. Where can we connect with you? <laughs> I am It's the Seawolf, I-T-S-T-H-E-C-W-O-L-F on basically everything. So um, Instagram, come say hi. Um, And I'm always sharing my new Sobcast episodes. And, you know, when I have new stuff come out on the store and fun stuff like that. I'm going to share your Twitter link in chat. Yeah. So, and for all our new people that are just joining us, what are some of those cool things that you have on your store? What's your company? Oh, I have, my company is Crying is Cool. My website is cryingiscool.shop because .com was very expensive. So (laughs) we're we're getting there. Um, And I have a lot of conversation starting shirts uh, that are focused in mental health and they usually have a little bit of humor to them. Um, Also, in case anyone's interested, weirdly in the past year in a journey of trying to find my joy, um, my love of like mental health and Harry Potter Mm. have weirdly collided. And I have been using tarot, like the tarot cards as a mental health tool. Stop. No, not not even kidding. Wait, I need to send you. So I've been, I will send you some. I don't even have any with me. That's crazy. But I've been, I have been designing a Harry Potter tarot deck. Stop it. Yeah, that's my big project right now. Wait, that means so much that you care because honestly, all day today, actually, I was like, no one cares. No one's going to buy this. No one I cares. Know, I know my girl fangirl is all up in that. She's like already like, I need that. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. Uh, okay. You are in the right Thank place, you. my dear. Yay. Right yeah. So there's already a bunch of other fun Harry Potter stuff to check out. And uh, that's coming soon. And I'm so excited. Okay. That makes me like my stomach. That makes my stomach like. Yes. Boil in a good way. <laughs> like there's a, there's a Zelda tarot card deck. Oh my god, I didn't know that. That ah. I need. I need it. I can't like I've seen it on like some Instagrams and I'm like, where can I get this? Like my oh. I wonder if they're like me. I feel like I'm constantly trying to like dodge Warner Brothers. Cause I'm like, I don't know what they'll do, but I definitely don't want to give any money to she who must not be named. So right. I'm like, I'm like right. I'm like, come see my magic collection. Yes. It's Henry Pooter. <laughs> <laughs> Like the SEO on my website is absolute garbage. And I am okay with that. I don't want to be found. Right? I hear that 110%. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but no, like that, oh, that's a whole conversation for another day. Done. We'll have to. And, mm-hmm, oh, yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Like, I should show you my in incense collection sometime and like all my yes, personal please. yeah like i'm mm, 
Yeah. Anyway, segueing again. <laughs> This is Christina Welcome. I'm Jen Mack from Women in Games International. We have content here every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific uh, and 8 p.m. Eastern, except for the first Wednesday of every month where we do Zoom stuff. Um, but you can find our cheat codes here uh, on the third third Wednesday of every month and along with our YouTube channel that is just launching we're very excited i'm just starting to throw content on there so speaking of youtube um and then also on uh audible i think audio no somewhere we have an audio podcast too it's somewhere i have to like i'll link it (laughs) yeah so i take this and i put it on youtube and then i like make an audio format and so you can have um the live stream Mm -hmm. version the youtube version or the Mm -hmm. audio version so you can like listen to it like while you're on a walk or in the car or like on the toilet or in yeah, your bed. anywhere. That's good. I like you're covering all the bases. I try. I try. Nice. Um, and if you want to connect with us, we're Get Wiggy everywhere. So if you want to be involved in a program, you want to volunteer your time, you want to be at one of our programs, we have this really cool thing called Stat Boost coming up where we're just taking like a three-day workshop and we're just throwing it full of mentors. We have mentorship programs coming up. I think I'm doing that. I probably are. <laughs> That's me. Well, maybe I'll see you there. Um, oh, you'll definitely see me there. And um, we also have, I'm very, very excited, we are also doing a um, woman-centered veterans esports event in November because, yeah, it's my pet project my baby project my dad was a veteran but you know we never talk about women veterans or marginalized gender veterans and so I really want to do we're doing a thing um so if you want to be involved in any of that stuff uh definitely get in touch with me jenna getwiggy.com or any of our peoples um or on linkedin or everywhere so we will see you next time Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Cheat Codes, a podcast powered by Wiggy, where we bring mentorship to you. To connect with the Women in Games International team or any of our guests, be sure to visit our website, getwiggy.com, or keep in touch through social media at getwiggy, G-E-T-W-I-G-I. To participate in the creation of Cheat Codes, be sure to follow our Twitch channel at GetWeggy and turn on notifications so you don't miss an opportunity to interact with our mentors in real time and have your actual questions answered. Until next time.